is fuck Tom Cruise. Can I tell you a joke? Oh, yes. Head so bomb, they call me Sloppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, trend of, the kind of summer I'm trying to have. I know, and I'm not there. I know, I know. My mom was talking. She was like, Bailey, why would you ever tell your dad to listen to your, like, your podcast when you guys talk about certain things? I'm like, because... I know he's not going to listen, but tentatively. Yeah. So he's probably Except not... he's going to hear Sloppenheimer and he's going to be like, what the fuck? That's going to be like the one time he tunes in attentively well hopefully it's that time and not the time you talk about your teacher at least <laughs> she was really mad about that one <laughs> hi star oh, hi, sir. <laughs> hey, babes. how's it going how's it going how's it going no. all right guys welcome back welcome back to the grassy knoll Welcome back or welcome to on a grassy knoll. Welcome to yeah. on a grassy knoll. Because some people yeah. are new. It's the first time. Yeah. yeah, it's the first time. Welcome. Welcome. The knoll is grassy. Space is plentiful. Please have a seat. Um, it's a little sell, warm out. We sell handfuls of grass for five ninety nine. It would probably it would probably make more, make more than our our streams so far. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, can you guys like replay the ads? Like, get us up there. That we would, would love be, to make some money. That would be cool. Yeah, so you could like eventually buy another microphone. Yeah, like, we're gonna have one soon, regardless. I think. Yeah. So, but you know, that would be it. Would be nice it if you guys nice. pitched in. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we do this for you. What are you doing for us? What are you? Yeah, that's exactly. not what you can do. For, what the podcast can, can do, do for you, but what, but what you can, can do, do for your podcast. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Um. Yeah. So what's the what's the vibe today on the grassy knoll? Today we are drinking. Um, oh yeah, what do we call? Shout this? out to Starbucks for, for the mango the <laughs> for the mango dragon fruit refresher with vodka and a little grape, white grape sparkling soda. Mm. Um, it tastes like juice. Is, yeah, it literally does taste like juice. I, and I put a heavy load of vodka in here, so I'm like, yeah. super, oh, fuck yeah. super <laughs> it's gonna be a fun ride, you guys. Yep. Uh, what are we calling? What are we calling this? I think we should call it the Sloppenheimer. The Sloppenheimer. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm down. Period. How is uh, how is your week? Mm. Um, it's been good. Yeah. It's been it's been busy. I've been making good use of my time in some ways. Oh, okay. I didn't yesterday. Okay. I, it was too hot and I was very sleepy. Yeah. But the other days That's of so the valid. week so far, um, like I get home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of like taking a nap like I usually do, I'll I've been working on my stories. Mm-hmm. I finished the stickers. I've been cleaning my room. I'll nice. clean the bathroom a little bit, you okay. know, and then like I'll very chill productive. after that. Yeah. Okay. At least because I'm like in that maybe hour from. After work to when I get home, mm-hmm. I think I'm still like in go mode, yeah. so I can get shit done. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent. So it's, that's all good, and I've been trying to eat a little bit better. So I'm okay, like, cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Nice. I, I think I think it's been good. Yeah, I am on my period. Though, it's so. a literal hot girl summer mm-hmm. at hundred and five degrees. One hundred and five. Yeah. So it was hundred when I left the house right now. Yep. I was like, it's fucking five o'clock in the afternoon. No, literally, and it's <gasps> like ninety mean? degrees at nine o'clock at night, and you're like, for sure. <laughs> Um, so we just have today drink. No, literally. It's law. Um, what do you have? How was your week? I, oh my God, let me show you this picture that my friend was like, did you see what was in the sky last night? And she literally sends me this. She has it on her Snapchat. What the fuck is that? Whoa. What is that? What the fuck? You guys, it's like a, a, a double light, but like in a. Like shooting out in like a triangle. It looks like my first thought was comet, 
Mm, interesting. I've never seen a comment before. I'm like, yeah, because I feel like, I feel I feel like, like it would be that... talking about it. Yeah, it would have been mentioned or something. Unless it was like, uh, what do you call it? Not a comet, like an it asteroid looks, or something. It kind of looks like an arrow, like in the sky. Yeah, the but it's, the, it's kind of weird because it almost looks like the light is coming from this way. Mm-hmm. Not like from this way yeah, as it's not shooting, shooting off. off. It's like, it's not shooting off, it's shooting outwards. It's a less than, not a greater than. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Where was she at? She lives in Yukaipa. <gasps> yeah. Weird. That's spooky. You yeah. ask her if we can share that on the I will. on the pod. I told her I was like, send it to me. She actually she actually asked about the podcast, so I need to send Aww. it to her. Yeah. Thank She's you, a little friend. baby. She's only seventeen. I know, sweet baby. And she said, should I spend three hundred and seventy five dollars on a love spill to get me and my boyfriend back together? I said, girl, be so yeah. fucking for real. I said, love spells can't bring people together. People have their own free will. They're like babes for like. Three dollars, you can stream. The heart wants what it wants, and it'll tell you answer for free. Ninety nine on Tubi, you can watch. He's just not that into you, and learn. I mean, yeah, learn to take a hint. No, babes, no, never use that three hundred ninety five dollars. She was like, I don't have bills, so like, why not? I'm like, because you could be saving that money for other things. You could be using that for yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not a fucking love spell from some lady that she met on the side of the road. Anyways, like she literally said, you can't even find this lady from like Facebook nope. Marketplace. She, no, no, she the found side her on Google, of the road. But she's off like the freeway in like a deserted area off the side of the road. Like literally in like a little, she said hut. Not like a hut, but like a like a small a, a run down small building. Yeah. I know. I'm like, beep. Whatever beep. her name is. Like yeah. me. <laughs> like on Scott Pilgrim when Aubrey Plaza was talking and it like. Oh yeah, it, just bleeps it, out mm-hmm. whatever she's saying. He's <laughs> like, how are you doing that with your mouth? <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys, um, we will be right back after these brief messages. Beep. Beep. I'm so excited you're going first today. Yes, ma'am. Take a long, hard sip, ladies. Sorry. Large sippington. Of our signature cock. Aggressively hits vape. Me. Yeah, aggressively hits vape and aggressive sipping. Alrighty. Welcome to the paranormal party, my friends. <laughs> but like with like oh like haunted sounds in the background like the fucking necronomicon yeah um, oh god like vinyl oh. the priest summoning that shit is so scary yeah it, it truly is i love that that's a stupid concept okay um i have a slightly shorter tale okay, for cool. everybody that's today. perfect because i got a longer one yeah oh yay. lovely yay um and today we're headed to new york city new york um, but not New York City present day. Okay. Uh, first we gotta get in the Wayback Machine. Okay. Where are we going? To the 1790s. Oh. And we're meeting a man you might know named Aaron Burr. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> like was... Hamilton? Like, yes. Okay. Who was at the time, 1790s, Attorney uh-huh. General of the state of New York City. Yeah. Obviously in these days there weren't cars or parking garages. Right. Um, so the distinguished uh, statesman would get around town in a horse-drawn carriage okay. and coach that he stored at a carriage house that he owned on 17 Barrow Street 17 in the Barrow. West Village neighborhood. Barrow. Okay. okay, West Barrow. Village. Go off. Um, if you don't know who Aaron Burr is, go watch Hamilton for yeah, a dramatic refresher course. Um, so along his way to the upper echelons of local and federal government, Burr made quite a few enemies, which included one Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Hamilton, um, who publicly dissed Burr in a newspaper article where it's believed that he called him, quote, a dangerous man who ought not to be trusted with the reins of government. 
Obviously, the slander outraged Burr, who had just lost the New York gubernatorial elections. Right. Um, so he was heated. Yeah. And was like, it's her fucking fault yeah. that I lost the governor race. But she's talking all this shit. He, he's projecting. So fuck this bitch, right? So I should also include at the time that this story takes place, uh-huh. we're going to hop forward to like 1804 for okay. a minute. Aaron Burr was also vice president of the United States yeah. at the time. Okay. okay, so um, he couldn't put up with um, these t- lies and taunts any longer, so he challenged Hamilton to a duel mm-hmm. in a grassy field. Oh I feel God. like that's the alternate timeline version on of a our grassy podcast. field. In a, in a grassy field, <laughs> and we're like two fucking spinsters in the 1790s. Fucking yeah, that's our, that's our that's uh, our those are our, our alternate timeline. <sighs> um, so they were in the town of Weehawken, New Jersey. On July 11th, 1804. Okay. Side note, they had to duel in New Jersey because dueling had been outlawed in New York at the time. Like, all right, we'll, and we'll cross the bridge real quick. I totally forgot to check if it's still outlawed. So oh. I wonder if it's one of those outrageous yeah, laws yeah, that's, yeah. like, still around, you know? Um, so, it is said that the field that the enemies met in was actually the same field where Hamilton's son had died in a duel just three years earlier. Oh. Which was in Hamilton play. Right. Um... I didn't even think about that. In the grassy field. Two shots ring out about three to five, three to four seconds apart. But it was hard to tell who shot first, according to onlookers. And some even claimed that Hamilton didn't aim for Burr at all, but instead fired his pistol into the air. Oh. Anyways, Burr's bullet impacted Hamilton's body near the right hip and pierced his liver and spine. (gasps) Yeah. Um, he died from his injuries the next day on July 12th. Uh, oh, that's my parents' anniversary. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. Um, by which time, an obviously shaken and freaked out Aaron Burr had fled to his daughter, Theodosia Burr's okay. home in South Carolina. Okay. Remember that name for later. Okay. So, in the fallout of the duel, Burr was charged with the murder of Alexander Hamilton in the state of New York and uh-huh. New Jersey, where uh-huh. the crime took place. But neither of the charges led to a trial. Oh, wow. And Burr took off to St. Simmons Island, Georgia, to kind of just, like, get away from oh, okay. the, you know, bad press. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before he returned to Washington to finish his duties as vice president of okay. the United States. So, just imagine the headlines. No, literally. Vice president shot and kills founding father of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. And in the midst of this, he was also on trial for treason. Uber? Yeah. For like an unrelated like situation. What the fuck? Um, Involving like a sort of manifest destiny type deal towards the the West. Um, So from the fallout, he obviously lost most of his properties in New York, Mm -hmm. including the carriage house at 17 Barrow Street. Okay. So Aaron Burr finished out his term as vice president in March 1805. Okay. And after a few years of trying to make it in the States, now that there was pretty much no hope that he could ever go back to politics, right. um, he left the U.S. for London in 1808 and self-exiled himself for the next four years. Oh. Sounds dramatic. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so let's go off. I know, my like, um, Moody. What's his sign? Oh, I don't know. I, have to I bet he's like, we'll he's, check. he's a Libra or an Aquarius. We'll check in the, in the break. Um, so by 1812, 
Okay. Burr was back in the U.S. and the War of 1812 began. I was literally like, the War of 1812? The War of 1812, babes, yeah. Okay. Between the U.K. and the U.S. At the time, his uh-huh. daughter, Theodosia Burr, was still living in South Carolina with her husband, Joseph Alston, who was a brigadier general of the Ooh. state militia. Side note. Theodosia suffered from lots of health problems throughout uh-huh. her life, um, and in June 1812, uh, she'd lost her 10-year-old son to malaria. Aww. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Um, the poor woman had been through some shit, obviously, and she wanted to spend some time with her dad in New York. Okay. But Joseph couldn't accompany her because he had just been elected governor of South Carolina. Oh, okay. So he had to, like, attend to his duties or whatever. Right, right, right. But he understood his wife's situation and just wanted her to be happy. So he arranged a trip for her to visit her dad under the supervision of friend and doctor, Timothy Green. Okay. On December 31st, 1812, okay. Joseph Alston kissed Theodosia Burr goodbye as she boarded a ship called the Patriot, okay. which was known for its excellence and speed. Which I wonder just I how like fast that was. I feel like every ship had Excellence. some kind of, yeah. Yeah, like some kind of accolade. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some kind of like the most, the most safe, the most fast, the, the most, most fastest. Yeah. The, it's <laughs> most faster, fastest. It's faster than the Nina, the Nina Pinta and Santa Maria. There you go. <laughs> Second grade Bailey, she slayed. Okay. So um, the ship was bound from. South Carolina, okay. New York City. But neither Theodosia nor the Patriot ever made it to New York. <gasps> no, what happened? This is where I'm going to end the historical background part of the story. Okay. Because it's time to get into the haunts and teens. Haunts and teens. Okay. Um, our paranormal party today is actually taking place in what some call the most romantic restaurant in New York City. Oh. The West Village's One If By Land, Two If By Sea. That's the name of the restaurant. That's the name of the restaurant? Yes. One if by land, land two, two if by sea. sea. Yeah. That's kind of cute. It's, it's really cute. It's, it's really long. It's really long, but it's very it's cute. It's very cute. And apparently it was like code for, um, it was like a code used between like the, what was it? The Revolutionary Army and the Union Army. Oh, okay. Like, or the Union Army to alert that the Revolutionary Army was like near. Gotcha. Or something. Um, oh, one if by, like, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, that was like their code. Gotcha. Their code word was thing. it like two to like gunshots or like yeah e- e- something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah um so remember the carriage house yes. that burr owned uh-huh uh well the restaurant right. is housed in the very same building <gasps> oh which according to their website has also been a silent movie house Ooh. in the 1910s a restaurant a bar another restaurant before it became the present day restaurant okay okay so according to a blog post on the website newyorkghosts.com the owners of the restaurant have kept quite a few of the antique elements of the mm. original building, including handmade horseshoes, old coins, antique bottles, and a hitching post that's mm. present in the bar area still. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm like, that's rad as fuck. Yeah. But there's even, there's one even more unique antique what? in the place. What is that? The ghost of Theodosia Burr, <gasps> which some people have claimed to see on the restaurant's mezzanine. Interesting. Others have spotted a woman in black walking down the staircase before disappearing into thin air. But when she was on the Patriot. Why would she be at the carriage house? Just because, like... Maybe because, like, 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 she knew that her... She knew that her dad, like, you know... Or she had been there when her mm-hmm. dad owned the place, maybe? So it's, like, a place she associated with her... Yeah, that makes sense. With her dad, or mm-hmm. with a happier time? Happier maybe? time, yeah. Um, in an October 2011 article by Jackie Goldstein for Eater New York titled Hauntings, 
at one if by land to if by sea the general manager of the time roseanne martino said quote i've had experiences inexplicable experiences Ooh. i've been here for eight years and seen a lot wow. stuff like pictures falling off walls kitchen equipment turning on by itself strange drafts especially by the bar oh wow flying plates flickering lights and staff members and guests alike will occasionally be pushed, and when they turn, there's no one there. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, bitch? For real, move, bitch. <laughs> she even claimed that waiters have gone to tables uh -huh. to take somebody's order, but when they look back, there's nobody there. <gasps> Imagine you get a Karen as a ghost. <laughs> She's like, um, uh, 17 I ordered a, I ordered a dry martini. 20 minutes ago and it's not here and it's not here let me speak to thy manager thy manager <laughs> um another manager Kirk Adair. Wait, wait, i want that as our title <laughs> let me speak to thy, thy manager, manager. <laughs> allow me to speak to thy manager allow me to speak to thy manager at once um so another manager kirk adair described the restaurant like the forest you know there are creatures around you but you don't necessarily see them Maybe out of the corner of your eye, but for the most part, they remain hidden. Hmm. However, most of the staff at the time, um, so 2011, they believed that the ghosts weren't malicious, but okay. instead playful. Quote, like that period of time where night after night, women were losing earrings at the bar, but there was no earthly culprit to be found. Some believe this was the ghost of Theodosia Burr. <laughs> Imagine feeling like your ear, like I'm wearing like big hoops right now, and I feel like if I felt something like tickle my ear, <laughs> I would literally just like, give me a bloody <laughs> I'm not paying for They this. point at the sign and it's like, sorry, it says sorry, no ghosts. Guests might be attacked, attacked by, ghosts, by ghosts and we're not responsible. <laughs> um, in another couple sources I found, like NewYorkHauntedHouses.com and GuestTheGuest.com, there's mentions of a parapsychologist that visited the restaurant and claimed that there was as many as 25 different entities in the building. Oh my god! From different time periods. Oh. But I couldn't find anything more concrete. Oh, I'm like, like what is this? The fucking haunted, like, Mickey's Playhouse? The haunted like, museum? Like, what the no, fuck is this? Really. There's hundreds of spirits inside this very building. Like, <laughs> but I Me couldn't find... Me shitting, giggling my feet. <laughs> giggling my feet. <laughs> Alternate episode title. Giggling my feet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I couldn't find anything from the analysis. Yeah, I couldn't find. I feel the like name. it's a reach. Yeah, the name of the parapsychologist or uh, when this occurred or oh, anything okay. like that. Um, but other sources, the sources that I mentioned, um, they contend that this person identified spirits of the woman in black okay. that's seen on the staircase, a Ziegfeld Follies girl, so like a dancer from back in the day, and Aaron Burr himself. Wow. Another source I came upon uh, said that apparently plates. Uh, fall off shelves and break and people think this is Aaron Burr specifically which is kind of weird a moody Aquarius oh you guys uh Aaron Burr confirmed Aquarius confirmed Aquarius February 6th yeah February Damn. 6th baby um and then I didn't write it down right here but there was another source that's mentioned that um when the when staff is closing down at night they'll hear glasses clinking in other rooms Ooh, such a creepy sound yeah i'm like that's oh, really spooky that reminds me of um paranormal activity mm -hmm. how it always happened in the kitchen yeah um so that's the haunting of one if by land two if by sea the most romantic restaurant in new york and apparently there's another place that said it was the restaurant where the most engagements have been announced in all of oh. new york city i don't know how true that is or not but interesting yeah 
I thought, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a fun one. I was like, a haunted restaurant? Yeah. Like, <laughs> not That's a haunted cool. bar, a haunted no, restaurant. A restaurant. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sickening. I wonder what their menu looks like. Um, it's prefix. So, oh. um, you know, it's a certain menu right. already laid out. It's a three three courses or four courses, $100 uh-huh. a person. Uh, white tablecloths. They have, like, exposed brick Ooh. and, like, white, um, like, curtains and like lights and stuff huh. it's very nice really the walls that are painted are like dark red like it's, oh. re- it's really nice wood floor like the whole, okay. the whole nine okay. yards yeah okay. it, it eats honestly right. if i were to ever go to new york i would do it on i would probably I have, go there. we need to go there and we need to go to the bar that inspired how i met your mother that's a real place yeah where um i don't know in new york city somewhere <gasps> yeah i know oh. kimmy went there and yeah anyways, really yeah ah bitch Okay, so in today's conspiracy corner, yes. um, we are talking about something not too far along from where you were in your story, okay. which is um, the year 1585, only two, 200 years away, 200, 300. Okay. Because yours started in 1790s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and this was started as an English attempt to create a permanent settlement in North America. And that is how Roanoke, Roanoke. <laughs> was founded. Um, in Disneyland font. No, literally. Roanoke. <laughs> <laughs> we should sing it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roanoke was found abandoned by 1590. So within those five years, it was there. Five? And then it wasn't. Five just, years. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And so much happens in these five years, dude. Holy shit. So I guess this is just like a little history lesson for you guys. Because we're going to give some backstory you got it um in 1584 queen elizabeth the first um she gave sir walter would you say this is raleigh or Rayleigh? raleigh raleigh okay yeah. raleigh a royal charter to basically colonize north america to establish a base from which england could raid spanish treasure fleets coming to south and central american colonies gotcha okay so she was like we need to get we need to intercept these <laughs> we bastards, need to intercept these bastards and we're quick. gonna get their gold right. yes um so raleigh sent the first expedition to explore the eastern coast of north america and it landed on roanoke island gotcha. um and was actually able to establish good relations with the croatoans who were the native americans living on that island gotcha. um the expedition actually brought two croatoans back to england with them oh shit. yeah and the natives were able to explain how to live on the island to everybody. Uh, yeah. Okay, right on. Uh, armed with this new information, Raleigh organized a second expedition, which <laughs> was objectively a disaster. Oh, fuck. <laughs> an, an objective L in the chat. Objective L in the chat. <laughs> um, there was tensions between uh, this expedition group and the Native Americans. And a lot of fighting was actually going on because the Croatoans were angry that they the English were exploiting the land and their resources. Gotcha. They were like, we, we said like, we, I don't even know if they necessarily agreed. They just said, Oh, they were nice to us the first time. Yeah. So yeah. that means we can take whatever we want. But like, right. But like who, who, who asked them? Yeah. <laughs> That's just rewriting history. Yeah. Always <laughs> the white man. Of course. Um, the man, man, the man, man. So many of this like second expedition returned to England and only a small group of about 15 men remained behind to protect the fort and Raleigh's claim to Roanoke Island. So jumping ahead in 1587, Raleigh sent his third and final expedition, making his friend who a lot of people know this story, like as this guy, um, John White, who was the leader and governor of the colony. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
And this third voyage was different in that it included women and children, okay? Oh. Because it indicates that they were, like, going to actually settle. They were going island. to settle. Yeah. Okay, right on. So when White and his group arrived, <laughs> when Whitey and his group arrived, <laughs> um, all they found of the previous small group of 15 was one skeleton. Yeah. That's scary. I'd be like, Vapes aggressively. No, literally, it, it just took us three months to get here, and everybody's dead. Like you guys, you guys just sent us that letter, right? Like <laughs> we just got it. What do we you mean? just got that. What do you? Oh shit! Imagine the head scratching yeah, and the everybody's got their their rucksacks and they're just like their rucksacks. Uh, are their rucksacks are swinging. Their moccasins are wet. <laughs> like oh god. Oh okay. fuck. That's fucked so, up. John White was like, um, okay. And he basically tried to reestablish good relations with the Croatoans, but some of the Native Americans that like the previous travelers had Encountered. struggled with, uh-huh. yeah, um, refused to meet with him. So <laughs> they were like, listen, we've had enough of you guys. We gave you fucking three <laughs> tries. No, this is the last chance not. and this is the final like straw. Yeah, truly. this is I'm at my last, last chance, final straw. Yeah. Um, so John White returns to England in late 1587. Can you imagine? It takes six months to get there and six months to go back. Like, Fuck. god damn. That's completely, like, that's a false timeline. I don't know how actually long it takes you guys. But it probably, like, probably. At, least, at least three, four months. At least months. three, four months, right? Like, that fucking sucks. Because that was in the beginning of 1587. This is late 18, 1587. Fuck. Um, and he planned to return with more supplies. And he's, like, about to leave, and guess what happens? The fucking Spanish Armada's assault on England happens to delay his return. Oh, Jesus, Louisa. So the ensuing they war... Have to go back. Yep. Oh, fuck. No, they're in England, and they can't leave to... <coughs> oh, to yeah, go back to... To, to oh, bring shit. back the, the supplies. Oh, no. So the war between Spain and England made it difficult for White to go back to Roanoke, and he couldn't go back for three years. <laughs> they're like three months okay three years bitch what the fuck like you would have to just assume they're dead yeah they, they fucking back. starved yeah like, oh my god holy shit that's fucked up yeah um he finally returned on august 18th <laughs> shows up three years late with starbucks <laughs> with me <ye> old starbucks <laughs> with ye old starbucks <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Um, he finally returned on August 18th, 1590, which was his granddaughter's third birthday. And she, fun fact, is the first English-born child in the Americas. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, so he gets back. He's like, I'm ready to celebrate with my babes. I miss them. Like, sorry, the Spanish invaded. There was this whole thing. <laughs> there was this whole thing, guys. <laughs> Did you not get my letters? You said, yeah, I said, I I sent a letter. Um, they have fucking and then it's just like and like a fucking tumbleweed like yeah rolls across the screen and one human no okay so he gets there Roanoke completely deserted not even a skeleton left oh no there was no one there no sign of struggle battle foul play nothing the only clues that gave any hint to the fate of the colonists was the word Croatoan carved into a fence post and the letters C R O carved into a tree. So it like like crow uh, t- like was that what they were trying to like say? Like they basically? were starting to say it again. And they got and like yeah. They got sniped. They got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sniped with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Rubs, Rubs hand. raccoon hands together. 
<laughs> rubs hands together menacingly. Yes. So um, getting back into the word Krobotoan carved into a fence post mm-hmm. and the letters C-R-O into a tree. Um, it, be- it had been so deserted that all of the buildings had been dissembled, disassembled. Oh, fuck. Like yeah. they fell apart due to the elements? No, 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 no. It was given the impression that like the people had not been forced to leave in a hurry. Like, they, like, up and left, you know? Like, like, oh, we're getting out of here. Like, let's take the wood and stuff, like, for, you know, new settlements. okay, gotcha. Um, Whoa, I didn't know that part. White had actually um, instructed the colonists to leave a Maltese cross carved into a tree if they had been forced to leave, like, against their will. Mm. Um, However, there was no Maltese crosses anywhere to be found. Uh, Yeah, so it's like, okay. Interesting. White assumed, with all these clues, that the colonists had moved to a nearby Croatoan island, um, but bad weather prevented him and his men from going back to look for them. Oh, fuck. His men wouldn't go look for the missing colonists, and they left the next day. It took you how fucking long to get here? They're gone, and you're not even going to investigate? Like, that's your wife? That's your that's your wife, your children, and your grandchildren, bro. It took you three years to get here. And, and you're you... going to leave the next day. That's fucking fucked up. He was like, oh, well, good they're thing I got dead. my little ting back home in yeah. England. <laughs> I got me ting. I got me boo ting back in England. <laughs> what the fuck, yeah, bro. dude? That's fucked That's up. That's so fucked up. Imagine being in heaven. Like, you watch your dad go like, oh, shrugs shoulders. You're looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> he goes, Oh, uh oh. They not here. They not oh, here. well. Time to go back to England. Yeah, go home now. <laughs> I go home now. Like it's around the fucking corner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You didn't just Uber here down the block, babe. You're three years, bitch. Oh my God. Yeah, what a so. That's fucked up. Since the colonists disappeared in 1590, there have been multiple investigations into what have happened at Roanoke. And in 1602, so, you know, like 12 years later, Sir Walter Riley. Riley. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I was oh, gonna bring oh, someone up from oh, high Riley. school. No, I was gonna bring someone up from high school, but I'm like, I'm not gonna drop government names on the pod. I had a friend named Riley on when I was in like elementary school. He nice. was a twin. His sister's <gasps> name was Abby. Aww, yeah, they Abby were they were really cool. That's yeah, cute. I watched Star Wars with them for the first time. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I still remember that. Anyway, I love that. continue. <laughs> okay, so Raleigh um, decided to find out what happened for himself. Mm-hmm. He has like a fucking magnifying glass yeah and like a stack of manila envelopes like (laughs) all right let's get let's get cracking okay but listen he hired his own ship and paid the sailors wages so that they would actually focus on the mission he's like guys you can't just come back like right away come on dude like i'll fucking pay you this we spent all this time preparing and you guys just can't come back right away um they reached virginia but a severe storm forced them to go back to england before they were able to reach roanoke island shut up yep and then no, <laughs> yeah, okay. So when he, re- <laughs> he goes back to England, bro, why was he arrested for treason? <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be a uh, a running, a running theme, theme here. Yeah, now, yeah. hot girl um, treason trial, random as fuck. Like in these notes, like they just talk about it briefly, and then they're like, okay, moving on. You have on top Yeah, <laughs> so he couldn't go back. Oh my god. Um, so the last like fact-finding mission to Roanoke was led by Bartholomew Gilbert. Oh. And it ended in abject failure. Fuck. A storm, another fucking storm, 
blew the expedition off course, and the team that went ashore was attacked and killed by the Native Americans that lived there. They were like, we're tired we're of tired these motherfucking of white people on our motherfucking island, okay? Get the fuck out. Literally. Oh, my God. Like, how many times do we get to teach you this or lesson? Die, and yeah. they died. Please so. leave or die. <laughs> <laughs> um, the remaining crew, who wasn't attacked and killed, uh, returned to England without having found any information about Roanoke. <laughs> and it seemed as there it, as if there would never be, like, some kind of definitive answer to the disappearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think it's interesting that every time a mission was launched to find out what happened, a bad storm happened. A storm happened. Along. Yeah, Isn't that weird. I'm Either like, there was no fucking storm. Yeah, and they were just like, eh, nothing happened. Yeah, but they didn't want to admit that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Does that not seem weird? Yeah, no, that's a little fishy. That's a little fishy. So over the years, there have obviously been many theories and hypotheses Ooh. put forth to try to help explain this long-standing mystery. Um, I kind of picked like out my favorite ones. And the most popular one, which is that the colonists left Roanoke and they sought shelter with other native tribes, you know, okay, very simple. Okay. Um, there were many documented sightings of Europeans and their influence in the years following the disappearance of the settlers. And basically the theory goes that these Europeans are, you know, them. They like went and joined like other, they kind of scattered yeah. into other native tribes. Yeah. It's just much. weird. Oh, like, okay. um, Why? Yeah. You know? Like, was the land... Was the where land, They're like, not dry. viable yeah. for... Yeah, like, they couldn't grow anything on it, and they just, like, you know, took They off. needed to, yeah. Yeah. But, like, there had been three missions beforehand. I guess, depending on how long these missions were, you don't really get to see, like, the seasons and, like, how the crops respond and shit. So maybe, like, within mm-hmm. that three years, they're like, this isn't, like, a suitable land to, like... Yeah, or in. within that time period from the time the first expedition got there to mm-hmm. the last, like, they had used up pretty much all of the available resources, resources. there. Interesting. Interesting. So, the the Zuniga the Zuniga map, yeah, Zuniga, yeah, Zuniga. Okay, um, drawn by a Jamestown settler named Francis Nelson in 1607, actually documents four men that came from no- Roanoke living among the Iroquois tribe, and in the early 1600s to the middle 1700s, European colonists claimed to have met gray-eyed Native Americans who claim to have been from, descended from white settlers. Oh. So, it just kind of backs up that theory that, like, yeah, yeah they just, like, intermingled. Yeah, uh-huh. They vibed. Yeah, they vibed with, with you know, other tribes. Other tribes, other people. Uh, yeah, and, like, okay, that, yeah. that kind of makes sense. Um, okay, right, so, the main theory is that the settlers of Roanoke moved to Croton Island and joined, um, you know, forces with the Native Americans living there. Mm-hmm. And this is especially, you know, palatable because Croton Island is literally located just south of Roanoke Island, so it's not very far. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it makes more sense. Um, and the settlers had allegedly mm-hmm. established good relations with them, so we can just assume that, you know, they... Although this theory has never been substantiated, gotcha. but with the clues left at Roanoke, plus the good relations that were like, you know, it for previously yeah, there, mm-hmm. um, it is all we have to go on. So. Yeah. And it's just, it makes sense. Yeah. But there's another theory mm. that the colonists joined with the Crotoans and that they relocated inland along the Alligator River, which is so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is slightly inland from the 
Roanoke Island. Uh-huh. And an archaeological site of settlements, including burial grounds, has been discovered there. Oh. Uh, the coffins of the burial grounds have Christian markings on them, but there was no previous record of any settlement or the gravesite in this location. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. But there's no definitive evidence that it's the Croatoans mm-hmm. or the Roanoke settlers. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah, I was saying, why would the, you, how you or make, why would the natives... You make hypotheses based off evidence you find. Yeah, I was like, how would the natives have had that information necessarily unless they had met with right. the Christians, you right. know? Um, while the prevailing theory is that the, the people of Roanoke merged with local native populations, it is just as possible that it wasn't a happy ending. Gotcha. Considering that the people were never heard from again, it is just as likely that, like, they encountered hostile Native Americans, which, like, completely understandable um and they could have been taken as slaves mm. william strackey the secretary of jamestown claimed in 1612 that he saw europeans four men two boys and one girl living with the eno tribe as slaves and that they were forced to beat copper oh shit yeah so yeah th- there's no evidence that these europeans were descendants of the roanoke settlers uh-huh. but again a theory uh-huh so let's see I found this really fucking interesting theory on this. Okay. <clears throat> so the word Croatoan was found carved, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to immediately assume it's about the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. right before he died, Edgar Allan Poe disappeared for a short time, right? When he was seen again, he was delirious. Give me, give me a second. It makes sense. In this final state of delirium before his death, one of his last words he said was Croatoan. Shut the fuck up. What? His death is unknown, like the cause of death. Yeah. His medical records and death certificate are lost. Uh-huh. So we will never know what happened to him that night. But that's allegedly one of the last words he said. Right? Oh, my God. If you could see my face right now. This word has also appeared at several other famous disappearances in the 19th and 20th centuries. In 1888, oh, hey, 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 hey. angel numbers, <laughs> um, Robert Black Bart carved the word into the wall of his cell before he was released from prison. However, he was never seen or heard from again. And, Busty, hold on to your horses. It was found in Amelia Earhart's journal after she d- disappeared in 1937. No, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? Isn't that weird? <gasps> yep. Okay, I have a theory. Okay. What if the island is a portal? Okay, so listen. The last, like, person oh is this horror writer, Ambrose Bierce, mm-hmm. who, um, he slept in one day before he disappeared in Mexico in 1913, and on his bed frame, he had carved the word Croatoan, um, so that's another horror writer. I'm like, okay, interesting. And then in 1921, Croatoan was written on the last page of the logbook of the ship Carol A. Deering when it crashed onto Cape Hatteras near Croatoan Island. The ship was missing its entire crew. Dude, it's a fucking portal. It's a portal. What is it? Oh my god! Isn't that fucking weird? That's bizarre okay and it's like weird because people are like having this happen to them like in different centuries yeah so like it has to be 
something that we can all experience like so a portal completely makes sense because why would all these people randomly go disappearing or die and leave this behind yeah specifically oh dude oh it's gonna be chills i love it <gasps> okay oh. last theory is obviously cannibalism right cannibalism cannibalism <laughs> Cannibalism. Cannibalism. So a lot of people assume that the people of Roanoke resorted to cannibalism to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there is also theories that other Native American tribes who were maybe more hostile to outsiders um, and weren't necessarily on good terms with the settlers or the Croatoans, uh-huh. and they could have come and attacked them gotcha. and resorted to cannibalism. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting because one of these brings up that Native Americans believe in a wild spirit in the form of a beast called a Wendigo. Oh, <laughs> I'm just hitting so God. many buttons. Ah, you're hitting all my buttons, dude. This is great. So when come. people resort to eating human flesh, as in the case of cannibalism, mm-hmm. uh, their bodies are taken over by a Wendigo. And so it's basically positing that if the people of Roanoke resorted to cannibalism, they are still alive, roaming the woods of North Carolina, in the form of Wendigos. Oh, just yeah. waiting for a just waiting for a lonely backpacker or two. Exactly. Just snatch up. <gasps> However, the Croatoans had a belief system that includes a spirit on the island that had the power to absorb humans into the landscape. What? Yeah, cool, right? Holy so shit. So it says if the spirit was offended or angered, it would have turned people into trees, animals, stones, or like, you know, any kind of part of the land. You know? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. So if the colonists were obviously, as they were, exploiting resources, abusing the land, what up, what not, what have you, you <laughs> what know? have you, um, it could have angered the spirit. So this means that the people of Roanoke didn't disappear at all. They were just absorbed into the land. That's really fucking cool, honestly. Okay, so if it's not a portal, I go with that one. Right? Yeah. Isn't they, that weird? Yeah, that's fucking cool. I love that theory. Thank you. There was, like, a bunch of other ones, but, like, I feel like those are, like, the best ones. You know? Either Any the most likely, the or... least likely, and then a fun... Did anybody say, like, uh, aliens? No. No? Okay. Not, not, the, not in the research that I saw, yeah, no. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. That's nuts. Right? Yeah, so if, if it's not a portal, I think it they got absorbed into the Something. Into the forest. Yeah. In that's North Carolina, there's crazy. a portal called fucking Roanoke Rose. That's Let's crazy. Rage. Let's fucking raid the... Let's fucking raid... Ra- <laughs> <laughs> Secret rage rave. Rage at Roanoke. A secret rave at Roanoke. <laughs> that's a good one. Text too. for address. <laughs> rave at Roanoke. Rave Text for address. Roanoke. Text for... The number four. Text for address. Text for Addy. Wow, I had to finish my drink. Okay. That was delightful. So that was that. That was delightful. But we had an outro that we wanted to talk about something. Yes. Let me let me make sure I say the correct last name because I know the first name for sure. But um yeah, there's a real life gone girl happening. <laughs> I haven't been updated like on the details. I didn't okay. realize that it it goes it goes back pretty far. Really? It's it's interesting. So this started um Last Thursday, um, so Carly Russell, mm. an Alabama woman, um, claimed that she was driving on the highway and she saw a toddler walking on the side of the highway. What the fuck? And she said that she 
walked out of the vehicle uh-huh. to check on the child and that a man came out of the trees <gasps> and like snatched her up, basically. Wait, she's alive to tell the tale? She's alive to tell the tale. She came back or she was What is it, rich. Sherry Papini? She came back like two days later on Saturday okay. of last week, right? The police don't have any reports of phone calls um, from that area or anybody calling about a child walking on the highway. Really? Um, in the span that she mentioned. Um, yeah, why would a children just fucking, or a child just spawn yeah. randomly on the side of the freeway? For real. Um, they... They were like, yeah, there's no, there's no reason to believe that there's like a threat to public safety, mm. like at this at this time, according to the police. But um, allegedly, now it's come out that Carly Russell, before the hour she had gone missing, mm. had searched for Amber Alerts and the movie Taken. Okay, maybe it's just a coincidence. So and they were like, that's a little weird, you know, that somebody would look up. Uh, a movie in which the plot is that somebody gets, yeah. you know, kidnapped. Yeah. Taken. Taken. Um, and Amber Alerts, so, like, you're kind of trying to fabricate. It seems like you're trying to put some pieces together yeah. in order to create a story. Right. So, yeah, it's it's very Sherry Papini right now. Her family's convinced that the person what that... What did she say like, when she came back? That's what she said when she came back, that, like, somebody that she got out of her car to check on the toddler... That um, was she, it in like the middle of the night or something? Yeah, that like a man had come out of the woods. How would you see a toddler in the middle of the night on the side of the road? On the highway. I'm like, the highways don't have like very but good lighting. I, want, most like, of the time. I always want to believe someone, but at the same time, it's like, oh. I, I can't. It, there was no other, no other motorists that were on that highway in the span of time that she went missing called to report a child on the side of the road. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, no, no other details have come out like of what she said happened during that time that she oh. was kidnapped. But apparently, she, there was also like footage from her. I don't know if it was her um, like home camera, like uh, doorbell camera, or like a neighboring home. But um, she was captured like returning to her home in the hour, like walking home oh. in the hours of like Saturday morning. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. And apparently, um, there was also she just like appears out of nowhere. her. Her phone, um, her phone, a wig, and, like, um, something else was found in the car, mm-hmm. like, at the time that she, you know, disappeared or right. whatever. And But I think they were able to trace that, like, she had stopped at a convenience store or something to get, or, like, a fast food place to get food. But there was no sign of that, like, of that meal or anything or any food in the car. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, so we'll... You guys just got a little mini story. We'll update on that. Yeah, a story story within a story. Uh, You'll get an update on that probably as more things come about. But yeah, yeah, people are comparing it to Sherry Papini, um, the real-life Gone Gone Girl, Girl. um, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I... Ben Affleck plays dumb really well. Yeah, he does. And I think it's hilarious. Um, uh-huh. I saw a TikTok where it was like, choose your fighter. And it's like mentally ill, like um, women in like strong heroin roles, basically. And it was like uh, the girl from Gone Girl, uh-huh. Pearl. Um, who else? Angelina Jolie in Girl Interrupted. Um, <laughs> like a bunch of other things. And I'm like, personally, I'm a Pearl girl. I'm a yeah. Pearl girl. I'm a Pearl girl. I'm very, I feel things very deeply. No, literally. I know so that mean. because I feel things very deeply. 
I think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, guys, follow us on Instagram. On a grassy knoll. On Twitter. OAGK podcast. <laughs> I always forget the cast part. I'm sorry. I know. I wish it was just OAGK pod. Yeah. Um, TikTok. On a grassy knoll. And email us. OAGK redux, R E D U X, at gmail.com. Yes. And stay sexy. Stay sexy. Stay sunscreened. Stay sunscreened. Stay hydrated. Stay sweaty. Stay sweaty. No, I don't want to stay sweaty. I hate being sweaty. In like a hot girl way, though. Hot girl sweat. Hot girl sweat. Um, and that's that on that. That's that on that. We're gonna go pet Bilbo probably. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>